Hi, this is Lady C. Welcome to another episode of The Critical Thought. You are no doubt hearing about many court cases that are being brought against the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society around the world. And one of the things that people quickly observe is how difficult it is bringing the Watchtower to justice. The main reason for this is because of a concept that they use called theocratic warfare. You saw it exhibited during the Australian Royal Commission with Jeffrey Jackson. And do you see yourselves as Jehovah God's spokespeople on earth? Uh, that, I think, would seem to be quite presumptuous to, to say that uh, we are the only spokesperson that God is using. Jehovah's organization alone in all the earth is directed by God's Holy Spirit or active force. Only this organization functions for Jehovah's purpose and to his praise. The Watchtower, July 1st, 1973, page 402. And in the upcoming video presentation, JT and Daniel will provide further evidence of how the Watchtower uses theocratic warfare to further their agenda. You're listening to The Critical Thought, where we challenge our listeners to use critical thinking when examining the teachings of Jehovah's Witnesses. Hi, this is Daniel. Hey, this is JT. And the purpose of this video is to talk to you about insights into theocratic warfare. Yes. JT, let's talk. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is um, something that often comes up about with witnesses. Mm -hmm. um, the society, the organization has a technique. It's called theocratic warfare. Mm. And it is a very, very effective tool, especially when they work with governments. And they have used this for decades. Mm. And they will continue to use this because it often proves to be a very effective tool. Well, now, in a previous video, when we talked about international inconsistencies, mm -hmm. you talked about the country of Bulgaria. Yes. And where theocratic warfare was used. Can you give our viewers some insights into that and its implications? Yes. Um, if you get the opportunity, we seriously invite you to go and read, uh, just scroll up on the internet and just type it into Google and you can find it. it's no big deal, uh, about the Watchtower in Bulgaria, mm. especially in the issue that they were facing. Uh, to basically put it in a nutshell, uh, the society was trying to continue to want to be a registered organization in the country of Bulgaria. Okay. Uh, typically, countries, before they'll let organizations or groups from outside in, they want to see, do you meet with our standards as a country? And it was basically two things that the country of Bulgaria found unacceptable from Jehovah's Witnesses. Okay. They would not allow any young men to serve in the alternative service. Hmm. Society's position had for years been, you know, we're not going to let it happen. So basically, uh, the country of Bulgaria and the society, they presented their case to what is referred to as the European Commission on Human Rights and so forth. And the commission says, look, y'all two go back and work out a deal. Mm -hmm. Come back to us when you finish working out the deal. And that's what they did. Well, at the time, Bulgaria had no alternative service program. So they said, okay, what we'll do, we'll put in an alternative service program so that your young men won't have to go to prison. Hmm. Is there an alternative to going to prison? That was the, the term alternative service. service. Exactly. Mm -hmm. so, so Bulgaria, from their side of the table, they gave up, well, we'll put together an alternative service program. 
So Saudi, of course, they had to give up something. And it was very interesting what they did. Hmm. The issue that Bulgaria had was that you guys, as a religion, you will take action, sanctions against our citizens because they refuse blood. Hmm. We need you to address that. Hmm. And that's what the society did. They came back and they agreed that no sanctions would be levied against a Jehovah's Witness mm. for taking blood. Mm. Now, that's the catch-22. Mm. This is where the theocratic strategy comes in at. See, the society didn't make a change on blood. Mm -hmm. Blood has always been something that Jehovah's Witnesses said you can't take. Can't take transfusions. They, of course, they break it up in little little fracts and so forth, but their basic position is you can't take blood. Mm -hmm. So what the society did during that time, the position of the organization basically was you will be disfellowshipped. It's interesting, during that time, it shifts over to disassociation. I see. Now why that is crucial is because that takes off the table that any types of sanctions will be levied against this person. Mm. You see, as we discussed in one of our videos on the difference between disfellowshipping and disassociation, mm. one is active, one is passive. One, re yeah, one requires that the organization does something. Elders are sending letters, certified letters, making phone calls, setting up meetings, whole nine yards. One has more liability, the other one has less. That's, that's, and that's the hope, and, that's, and that's, where the, that's where the theocratic strategy comes in at. Mm. And so that is what they did. They came back to the table and they told them, we're not going to do anything. We're not going to take any action against them. Hmm. Little did the Bulgarians know, we're just going to put them over here as dissociated folks, hmm. which, of course, gets the exact same result. You can talk to anyone who is watching this video who is either disfellowship hmm. or disassociated. They get treated exactly the same way. Theocratic warfare. So for our viewers, many may be asking, hey, JT, Daniel, this happened over in Bulgaria how many years ago? Why should we care? How does this relate to us? Can you connect that dot? Yeah, basically, is this is just another example of that long trick hmm. of how the society operates. Uh, they even made this statement, basically, it doesn't matter. If the person we perceive is not worthy of the information, hmm. we don't have to tell them. Hmm. And so a lot of government officials that come to the table think they're working with good faith, not the case of the society. Hmm. In other words, if you don't need to know or we feel that you have no right to know, mm -hmm. then we will not tell you. Now, you said this is theocratic strategy. Who, who, who anoints it or decides that it's theocratic, that it's yeah. God-based? Tell us a little bit more about yeah, that. Yeah, that's what's kind of interesting. The society, the governing body, the, the, the movers and shakers, they get to pick and choose. This right here, we're going to put theocratic strategy on it. This over here, we don't. And so it, 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 there, is no, there is no pattern. We well, get to choose. Well, now, <laughs> off camera, we used an example about the difference between a car or a truck coming down. Can oh, yeah. you talk to the viewers about that? Because I think that's a great example. Yeah, we, we, we often laugh about how, you know, you got the buddy who, you know, you, you're backing up and you ask him, you know, you see a car coming. He says no. You get hit by a truck. Then he tries to argue, well, you didn't ask about a truck. That's basically what the society does. They are, we, we did a video on how the society is literally the masters of word semantics. Yeah. And we're going to look in other videos that we do down the road that deal with how the society, they literally are the masters of using word semantics, playing the word game. Now, note what the society's official position is on how theocratic strategy actually works. From time to time, Letters are received asking whether a certain circumstance 
would justify making an exception to the Christian's obligation to tell the truth. In reply to these, the following is given. God's word commands, speak truth, each of you with his neighbor. There is one exception, however, that the Christian must ever bear in mind. As a soldier of Christ, he is in theocratic warfare, and he must exercise added caution when dealing with God's foes. Thus, the scriptures show that for the purpose of protecting the interests of God's cause, it is proper to hide the truth from God's enemies. So they'll tell you what they think you need to know, and they'll make the unilateral decision, and that is Jehovah-based. Now, that's, am I getting that right? That is, the, that is the official position, and that's what they say. It doesn't really matter what we tell you. So, JT, what mm -hmm. you seem to be saying is that there's just international inconsistencies. We here in the States think that everything is handled above board, consistent with Jehovah's Word. And what you seem to be teaching us is that's not true globally, internationally. Yeah. Uh, the society will put into place things that apply here mm. and that don't apply there. Mm -hmm. And if you were to ask the two different sets of witnesses in those two different countries, they'd be totally confused because they're saying the Bible says that we teach this and we teach that. And that was what we saw in our international consistency video that dealt with Malawi as well as in Mexico. But if there's a rule for this country and there's another rule for that country, they would call that inconsistent. Absolutely. And Jehovah is not inconsistent. No, he's not. So how how how, how does the organization justify this kind well, of inconsistency? Well, that's, that goes back to the theocratic warfare. The theocratic strategy. So, if, it, if it accomplished their goal, then it doesn't really matter. And that's the whole point. Society wants to get set up in a country. We do what we need to do to get in those Okay, countries. so let me hear the theocratic warfare. Mm -hmm. What is the mindset behind it? And then let me hear the policy again. Well, the mindset is very simple. You're an enemy of God. Mm -hmm. You don't deserve to know this. Mm -hmm. And so when you're operating, when a religion is able to determine you're the enemy of God, when you ask questions about this issue, that makes it possible for things to go on. Now, the enemy of God is defined as anyone who's not a Jehovah's Witness. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially the government. I mean, the society teaches the governments are under the control of Satan. So by default, you know they're an enemy of God. And so anything that they perceive as stopping us from doing what we need to do, they, they have no problem dealing with that. And that's, and, that's, and that's just been a historical fact. The society will say and do whatever they need to do in order to move forward with what they want to do. It's always been that way. And then it gets labeled as theocratic warfare. That gives it the title. They and put that, a little God on top of it. That, that gives it the working, that, that gives them their working parameters. And it works, and it's very effective mm -hmm. because the witness accepts it. Oh, it's, it's for the kingdom. And so it goes on. Now, of course, somebody else did it, then they would be condemned. Another denomination did the same <laughs> thing, they'd be condemned. You know, so. <laughs> wow. We've told you many times, there's one thing better than truth, the whole oh, truth. truth. Yeah. And now you're getting a bigger look at the whole truth, at this thing that they call the truth. I'm Daniel. I'm JT. And we'll see you on the next video. Here's what we want you to do. We want you to be helpful to us in helping others. Sharing is caring. Share this video with two people in the next two days. Let's help some more people. Share a video, save a life. Absolutely. We want to thank you for being in our audience. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel and hit that bell so that you can receive notifications when we upload new content. This program was sponsored by Critical Thinkers.